Welcome to A Lighter Life, Life with Less Baggage. I'm your host, Julianne, and I hope you're having a fabulous week. This week is episode nine, and the title is A Helping Mitten. But before we dive into this week's content, let's see how you did last week. So if you're following these episodes in order, last week we were doing obligatory baggage. That's all the things you feel like you have to do because they're expected, or that's what everybody else is doing. How'd you do with that? Did you cut a few of those things out? make your life a little bit easier by not doing things. And we talked about sending Christmas cards just because somebody sent a Christmas card to you. Drop some of those things that just make your life stressful that you don't really enjoy. And before we dive into this week's content, I also wanted to jump back to what we did in episode seven, which was the toleration game. Because this past week was Thanksgiving here in the United States at the time that I was recording this. And so I played the toleration game with my family. So if you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to episode seven. But I hope that maybe some of you who listened to that also did that with your family this Thanksgiving holiday. And it was very funny what people came with. So I have three brothers and my parents, and I gave them each, you know, the assignment to go through and write down their tolerations. And what they came back with was just so different. Um, My one brother came back with these lists of things that were not quick fixes, but really major projects that he wanted done around the house. Things that bothered him, but things like... I don't have any storage in my kitchen and I kind of need a whole new kitchen. You know, those kind of projects, they were huge. Um, But he went through, one of the things he did was his bathroom door stuck. So instead of a simple fix, it took him a couple hours, but he wound up planing the door, repainting the door, kind of messing with the hinges and getting it so that it no longer sticks. So he loves it, but it did take him a long time. My other brother, on the other hand, came back um, with one thing that really cracked me up. he doesn't want to vacuum his house ever because when he opens the closet door, the vacuum falls out at him. And I thought that was hysterical, like how simple a fix that is just to rearrange your closet so the vacuum doesn't fall out at you. And he's saying never vacuums and he never mops because the mop's behind the vacuum. And so he just doesn't do it because he hates that closet and he hates opening that door. So think about that, how simple a fix that is. And then my third brother, he was the funniest. He came with a list of 25 things and I'd say, 21 of those 25 were short fixes that took like five minutes to fix. He hasn't fixed them yet. And they were driving him batty. And we counted, we figured there was probably about eight or nine things that drove him nuts between the time he got up and the time he walked out the door in the morning. And I'm like, no wonder you're stressed and having a, you know, a rough morning every morning because you hit all these tolerations from squeaky doors, drawers that won't open, doors that won't stay open, um, you know, when he opens his closet to get to some of the stuff he needs to make his lunch, there's those plastic bags from the grocery store that kind of get in his way and he's always fighting them. It was hysterical, all the little tiny things. So we decided as a family we need to do an intervention. We need to go up to his house and fix these. And he's been putting up with these things for over 15 years in a lot of cases. Things that have bothered him since the day he moved into the house he's in. And he's putting up with them. And he, even after he made the list, he's aware of them. He was still putting up with them. So they may not seem as easy to fix, even if it's only five minutes. You may have to get some help to actually tackle these things because he can easily, easily fix these things. And he's still putting up with them after this many years. And even now that he's aware, he's still putting up with them. So make sure that, you know, just creating the toleration list is one thing. But if you're not able to do it for whatever reason, you just can't get yourself to take some of these tasks and fix them, then get help and get those tolerations done. Because again, your day is gonna be so much smoother And you're going to feel so much better if you just eliminate these little, miny tolerations that 
make you start off your day with stress and baggage you don't need. So that was a little flashback. Again, if you haven't listened to episode seven, go back and listen to the toleration game and then go out and play it yourself. So now moving on to this week, which is episode nine, and we're calling this one a helping mitten. So what is this about? This is about going through your closets and taking out all the winter stuff that you don't need anymore, that you never wear anymore, that your kids have outgrown, or maybe you wound up getting a new jacket, you never wore your old jacket. This is the time of the year, at least at the time that I'm recording this, it's winter in the United States, and people could really use this kind of stuff. You can donate this and feel good, but at the same time, you're emptying your closets. And at our house, I know we have a bucket full of gloves, and there's only some of them that get worn, and all the rest just sit there, and they get annoyed, and I find them on the closet floor, I find one here, one there, you know, one's usually in the dog's mouth running around with it. And instead of just letting them annoy us and clutter up our space in our, in our closet, we can get rid of them, and somebody else could really, really use these things. So your task this week is to go through and find those things, even if they're sweaters, you know, some of your winter clothing, some of your warmer clothing that you don't wear, boots, if you've got a new pair of boots and you don't wear an old pair, anything that somebody could still get some life out of. It's something you're tolerating. It's baggage in your closet, especially that front hall closet. If you open that and things are just falling out at you and you can't find what you need, how many jackets do you really need? My son has about six different jackets and I laugh because he doesn't need them. You know, he doesn't, he goes out the door in a sweatshirt, yet he asks for all these jackets for different holidays and he has them and he doesn't wear them. He just prefers, it's not, you know, it's a hassle, mom. I just want to run out in my sweatshirt. So why have all these jackets? Somebody else could be using this, somebody else who really, really needs them. So how many jackets do you have and how many do you need? Do you have jackets for things like <laughs> in my um, husband's family, his grandmother used to go to consignment shops all the time and come back with these old winter coats that she'd buy for like a dollar. And she'd just look at him and go, oh, oh, here, you take this. Just, just for running out to the mailbox. <laughs> and I always laugh, like she must have grown up with a mailbox that was really, really far away from her house that she needed a jacket just to run to the mailbox. And she was always, you know, every year she'd give him a new one. And he didn't need them, so we just donate them back. But, you know, what are you holding on to just because you have other uses for it? Like, do you have a jacket just to shovel the driveway? And then another jacket to go out in, like when you're running errands. Another jacket for work. And then another jacket just because it's an old jacket. And then maybe another one just to go skiing. Well, look at all those. How many jackets do you have? And if you wear them all, that's fine. I'm only looking for jackets that are baggage. Extra stuff that you don't need. Maybe you used to ski all the time and now you don't. And now you have the ski jacket that's, you know, it was expensive, it's in great shape, and it's sitting in your closet, you know, with all the lift tickets still attached to it. And you don't wear it anymore. Now it's just guilty. Now it's just there reminding you of something you no longer do. Either you don't have time or you don't have the money or you don't have the health to go skiing anymore. Donate that. Somebody could really, really use that. And if you're listening to this and it's a different time of year, do the same thing. If it's summertime, go through and look, you know, how many flip-flops do you have? How many do you need? How many extra pairs of shorts do you have? How many things do you have that you used to fit into and you don't fit into anymore, but you don't want to get rid of it? Somebody can really, really use that stuff. And you're holding on to it. You're weighing yourself down when you could lighten yourself, get rid of that baggage, and at the same time, help somebody else. It's a win-win. So go through your seasonal stuff 
and get rid of everything that you don't need anymore, anything that's considered baggage, and feel good while you do it because you know you're helping somebody. And that's why we call it the helping mitten. Instead of the helping hand, it's the helping mitten because you're giving somebody something of warmth, something they need this time of year. And there's so many people that it, their life would be changed just by having a warm jacket, some gloves and a hat. And if you have kids like mine, they outgrow stuff so fast, especially those snow pants. I have some hanging in my closet right now that I'm going to get ready to donate. And you know, my kids outgrow them so fast. I buy them last year. They don't fit this year. And they're in great shape. You know how many times do they actually go out in the snow with them? So I, this is going to be a nice short episode because I want you to take some action. I want you to go out to your closet right now. Don't waste time. Go out and start taking all the stuff out of your closet that you don't need anymore. And then get down to that recycle bin. Most churches have a bin in their parking lot, at least here where I live. Um, but uh, usually a church has some kind of donation center or the Salvation Army, Red Cross. Somebody could use those warm clothes and get them to the people that need them. So that's it for this episode. If you're here in the United States, I wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week on another episode.